Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, music. this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this Radio. is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jackson, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Chris Bishop, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this Radio. is Naomi Som, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue. And we love ABA Live Radio. Next up on ABA Live Radio, little Chris right in the house for you. Here's his new song. It's called Perfect.
something that's real. What a beautiful song. That's called Perfect by Chris Wright. Please welcome him to ABA Live Radio. Hi, Chris. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Awesome. So is this a track from the EP and also the title of the EP, Better Side? Yeah, EP is Better Side. You want to you guys was like, well, technically there were two of them. This is beautiful, though, and I love the tone of your voice in these songs. Did, has this been something you've done from day one? Pretty much. Like, my thing has always been, like, you know, people always talk about my voice. It's one of the things, my MO, if you want to say. Um, it's like, you have such a beautiful voice is always what I hear. And, like, you know, that's what I kind of, you know, project off of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. does, it, does it run yeah. in your family? Like, did somebody else sing in your family and that's where you think you got it from? It was kind of this whole thing of uh, my cousins, a lot of my cousins sing, but they never really did anything with it. I'm like the one in my family, the one that first was like, okay, I'm going to run with this. Like, you know, I got something that I'm going to run with this. So, you know, they kind of like, man, you're really doing something. So I'm kind of that guy, <laughs> the, the first one to do it, I guess you'd say. Oh, that's nice. That's really good. How do people take it in your family? Like, are you doing other things as well as this? Did you, or did you go to school for music? Or what's your background? What I basically did, okay, to set it up is actually I am a preacher's kid. So technically, I was told oh. one, yeah, <laughs> one girl <laughs> down here told me once, um, you either learn how to sing two places, the church or the hood. I'm not for the hood, so technically it was church. So, nice. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So setting it up, it kind of like, you know, all through my thing, like, you know, church is a lot of music. So technically I just kind of took to it. And like, you know, I'm always, I'm very entertaining as people say to me. So technically I, you know, it just kind of, I think I was chosen to do this, just felt the to do that. So that's kind of what I do. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> You listen, when you have a beautiful singing voice and you can make songs and and you can actually do this, we take it for granted, but it's a gift. It's clearly a gift. It's God-given. It's not something that, you know, you can just wake up one day and everybody can do. It's just not going to come like that. But with that being said, you know, people can learn to develop their gifts or not, but it's definitely something that was passed on to you for a reason. So you have to learn to use it for the best. Sounds like you are, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm trying to make the most of this as much as I can and, like, you know, get it out there because, like, my producer said, he's like, I believe you have something to, like, give to the world, and I I believe that. Oh, that's really nice. You know, I was just talking to somebody about their social media plan for the year and content strategy, and they said to me, you know, I feel like I've lost myself a little bit along the way and just – focusing on, you know, what I think people want to see from me. And I said to him, you know, at what point did you lose yourself? Because I've been here with you on the journey and I thought this was you. I thought you were posting what was most authentic, you know, and that's what I was connecting with. Do you feel like there's, there's, it's hard to stay on point as you develop music? Is there ever a pull to which you think that in your mind, people are demanding other things from you or that you have to do things a certain way that is against what you feel is authentically you? Um, if I can put it this way, actually, it's funny you asked that question. 
thing was that usually the way I got to myself on the better side was actually getting to the authentic me because I've been through so many things. Like, you know, people you know, usually see me, you know, like the, the voice and the look and all that stuff. It's like dollar signs in their eyes. And like, you know, yeah. they, have their, <laughs> they have their vision of what they want to do with me. But the thing was is that I kind of learned after a while, I was like, it's not fitting me. I, I feel weird about this and all this other stuff. And like this basic new EP has basically been me like directing me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a chance to do it my way. And when I said like, you know, I was creating life music cause it's my life, you know, and it's right, like, something yeah. intrinsically, it, intrinsically human about this. Like, you know, it's like, you know, I'm giving you, what's inside of me and what I feel. So technically you're getting the authentic me and that, that authenticity is going to be what draws me to people because like, you know, they feel it's real. It's not put on. It's not like, you know, fabricated. It's really Chris. Yeah. Isn't it? It's, and it, it, it might be a life journey for most of us, you know, because we do change. Right. I mean, we're not yeah. always the same. We're human. We're flesh and blood. We're going to change. And what is going to be so authentic and inspiring you today is probably going to be a little different tomorrow. So we have to learn to kind of move through that motion. But I, I often feel like a lot of times artists will look at those numbers, those bottom line numbers and get so locked into the insights that they really forget about the direction and what they're doing. And it, but it sounds like it sounds like you've been pretty good at staying true to yourself all the way through. Do you feel that do you feel that that focus is going to be able to remain with you as you get more and more popular? Because this is what I feel is something that is a struggle for artists today. The way I, the way I could do this is I keep myself grounded in this and make sure the core is still there. Sometimes music is going to change. That's mm-hmm. what it's a given. Like, you know, styles and whatnot. For sure. But I, right. um, I was talking with my producer, we were talking about this, and like, you know, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to give you what you want, but sometimes it's not going to be the way you think you're going to get it. Because I learned from like one person who was talking about, like, you know, just business in general. The general audience sometimes doesn't know what they want, but it's your job to tell them what they want. True. That's a really yeah, good so way to put it. It is your job. It's your job to bring them in to your journey and the way that you, you express it. And it's kind of really abstract. You know, I mean, this is very abstract. A lot of people are going to like say, I just don't really understand what I'm supposed to be putting forward or what I'm supposed to be bringing to the table. But it is, it, it's just exactly that. It's what you want people to know about you when you're not in the room. Right. That's the brand and being consistent with it and being true to yourself is part of the brand as well, whatever that might be. Hopefully you don't stray too far off the (laughs) the floor. People will say, what is going on? (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. I I got a pretty good, I guess, core and base around me to make sure to keep me grounded and like make, remind me of what the mission is. It's not like, you know, just to do music. I do it because I love it. I want to make money. That's that's the bottom line here too. But I got to do it because I love it. 
What's your business plan now that you mentioned that? Like Chris Wright, where does it end up for you as far as monetization? And I don't mean that in any bad way. I mean it like, you know, how do you keep the train moving with quality product and being able to finance it? Well, quality product is the first thing. But also diversifying my portfolio as well because you have to do that because it's just not – and like it's not enough just to be an artist nowadays. You have to be like this and something else. What else do I do? I love clothing. If you nice. See my Instagram is yeah. I mean, like you know, you see I do. Stuff, I love <laughs> it's, it's shoes, clothing. It's a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> like you know, I, I've kind of gained a shoe addiction lately. I don't know where it came from, but you know, I was like, man, those are nice. I can get those. Um, I love it. But, See, now that makes yeah. sense. Now I understand why the shoes are on there. And I'm not opposed to them because I really am. I, I'm a huge, right? I have way too many. <laughs> and I can't let I, them go. I'm one of those shoe hoarders where I'm just like, no, I love these. They have a story. <laughs> so getting, unless they're it's, ruined. It's, it's getting crazy. But um, like that, I, I like well, the first case of that, make sure a quality product because I'm not putting out anything bad. Like, you know, this whole thing, because people ask me, like, why don't you do, like, this stuff doesn't many? I wanted quality to be there instead of quantity because people yeah. bring out an album and, like, they have filler in about, like, four of their songs. I'm like, I could just skip this, skip this, skip this. That's why I like right. I Amazon. I could buy a single song. There you go. Oh, my gosh. I love it. That's this too funny. Go. Uh, you know, I was talking about this today, and I, I guess I talk about a lot <laughs> because you're you're striking on a lot of points, and it is true. Quality is huge. Now, let's just think of social media and kind of break it down a little bit. If you're building your brand, and Chris is so right here, guys, if you're listening about this and, and you want to know about what the difference is, once you gain trust with an audience, you don't ever want to not establish a quality brand. And that means if you're going to recommend products like you, you are doing, Chris, and you kind of like started that groundwork where you're showing the shoes that you like and you're showing the, the pieces that you like in probably future monetization efforts, you always want to be a trusted source. So identifying with really great stuff and knowing your brand and knowing what it is that you want to associate with, that's so, so important today. Very, very much so. And fashion, how can you not? Fashion and music always go together, don't they, Chris? Well, exactly. Like, okay, when I was first starting out doing this, like, you know, I was trying to put the pieces together. Like, I, initially, I was a bigger guy trying to, like, you know, I had lost a lot of weight, and, like, you know, I came down, and I was trying to figure out how to get on stuff together. My former manager told me, he's like, you're an artist, dress like it. And I'm like, I'm trying to get this together. I'm trying to figure it out. But once I got it together and understanding, he may have created a monster. I don't know. But, uh, the uh, like, I really got it together. Like, people called me, like, you know, going around places, fashion icon and all sorts of stuff because I, I love clothing. And my, and my goal is, alongside this music thing, it's like have my own line. Like, you know, make things for, like, my regular height is like six, one, like a half, right? Sometimes you find stuff in the, like for a guy, sometimes you find stuff in the store that fits in one area, but is not fitting in another because you're, you know, your body, everybody's body is different, you know? So sure. it's trying yeah. to like get, get quality stuff for like, you know, people like me and everybody else out there. But, you know, it's just, that's part of the plan. It's just make sure to keep focus on your things and make sure not to dilute one or the other. 
I love the pictures that you had taken, the ones you're kind of like in a concrete, you know, kind of like a darker environment, but you've got like the white shirt on and the sneakers, and then you've got the gray outfit. There's like different ones that you've taken that are very, very high quality photos and professional. And I think a lot more of those can even be used because if you want to build a fashion brand, then those are striking and they really make a huge difference. You've got to find a way to make more of those. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You really do. Believe me. I like, I pick out my clothes and my fashion shoes too. Like I have like the photographer, Con Browning, Paul and Con.com. You need it. Um, but I pick them out because usually by the time I'm, I'm usually on brand, like for the, for like the season or, or the year or the next, fashion movie i'm usually there and i didn't realize it so technically i'm just you know usually on time or before time when it comes to fashion <laughs> nice that's cool i well, i hope to i hope to see more of that I, when is your next photo shoot uh we're setting it up pretty soon actually i gotta make sure to like when i do something i want to make sure to do it right i don't like i don't yeah. like doing stuff half step like i'm gonna come out fresh every time you know so what do you have planned for it? Because it's are you is this going to be a summer photo shoot doing like more summery type of looks? Uh, I mean we're almost to the end piece of it, so it's right, be more yeah. fall looks. So you know, okay, I want like Fall's like good. that um picture, um that picture like Sebastian Stan I put up there. That look is a one. Um, there you go. I like because like stuff with like leather jackets and stuff like that, and like you know all this other stuff. I'm trying to like get together. And like you know, make stuff happen with that kind I of like thing. I like it. Um, I'm with it. <laughs> I'm happy with it. Hey, trust me, I get some, I get some of everything. I mean, even I love places like Taiwan and like their fashion. I gotta go over there because they like they have stuff. It doesn't matter of the cost technically of the clothing. It's the look of the clothing and where I can make sure to rock it in a certain way. For sure. Yeah. Well, the best the best way to start doing this and, you know, for not only you, but people that are listening is you've got two things you have um, as you're building, you have the stuff that you want to wear and that you love that is quality, but not necessarily a brand relationship is going to form just yet because, you know, if you're wearing Nike they're they're just not going to be interested as of yet, but you have to keep tagging them when you do use them in your stuff, because I've noticed that. With a lot of brands, you typically will get the merchandise and the um, and the brand contract from a smaller brand if you're just starting out. However, yep. when you tag up Nike and you tag up these people that are really larger brands and they're typically working with, um, you know, like larger artists that are well-established, they still might send product to you. And it's amazing how that can happen. It has to more to do with the engagement of your community. So it doesn't exactly have to do with all the numbers. We've been finding that a lot of these brands will mail out product and get involved with artists that don't necessarily have the largest communities, but have the most div communities because they're learning now that they really want response rather than, you know, 100,000 people that aren't responding and just getting that into the, into the eye line. You know what I mean? Yes, more grassroots they want. Yes, yeah, because they know it's, you know, look, if you have 
a couple hundred people or a thousand people or a couple thousand people that actually will shop a brand because you're really doing well with your pictures and they really love the look and they want to put together those looks, then not only now you've got a situation where you could monetize it through Amazon, you don't have to have a deal directly with the brand because they're being sold on all these places where you can monetize, you know, so you just get an affiliate uh, an affiliate account with Amazon or any of these uh, stores that actually allow it, and then just link up the items that you're having and tag Nike and tag the big brands. Then you're going to see smaller brands want to pay you to do it, but also the larger brands will keep notice on what you're doing and probably send you product. And I have found that to work over and over again. It's pretty cool. So if you're going to get into this, you may as well dive in, you know, and start whenever. Oh, trust me. I, I, I kind of, because I, 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 initially the idea of a like clothing brand and stuff like that was in the back of my mind. I kind of buried it back there somewhere, like, you know, in the resource of my subconscious. But um, I was like, I, the other day, like I have a friend that's like, you know, she said, every time I see you, you look different. Like, you know, I present a different side of myself every day. So I was like, you know, she's right. I, I the idea just kind of came back to the forefront. I can do this along with this and all this stuff. And like, this can fit together. And like, you know, I can kind of get more brandage out there, if you will. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm excited to see it. I really am. I, I think it's going to be fun. I, I would also like to see behind the scenes video clips. I don't know if you had that from the last photo shoot because I didn't happen to come across it. But if you decide to do that this next time, that would be really fun to see now that we have Instagram stories and, and IGTV. That'd be interesting to see how you put these together from location to choosing the clothes to, you know, just seeing the photographer working with you and how you guys are getting those shots. Yeah. Um, actually, that part in two, and you might want to see because I'm getting the video ready for perfect. So we're you are? Get that out there. So this is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, nice. All right. So in the future now, what are we going to see next? We're going to see on Instagram, are you going to release the video or where is it going to be? I'm trying to get that to everywhere it needs to be. Like first, probably it's going to be like the lyric video for it. And then we're going to get the official, official video, which got like, you know, because I want to make sure storyboarding was right and make it special because like, you know, um, a lot of like, work into it. Really, it's a lot of work into it. And, and like, you yeah. know, I like, I want it Absolutely. to represent what I'm trying to say. So, Well, if I can help you with that, Chris, just let me know. We've actually been doing a lot of work on those storyboards and, and trying to figure out best ways to release those videos because a lot of times you'll spend so much time, energy, and money on getting a video together. And ultimately, instead of tracking the progress, we only see the finished product. And I find that tracking the product you know, to completion, that whole journey is where all of the audience is gathered and everybody gets interested in the actual video. But it kind of falls short when just the video comes out. So if you need some ideas, just reach out to me. We're in touch through Instagram. So happy to, you know, help you kind of map out ways that you could build that, you know, that authentic build up towards the video launch. That'd be fun and really interesting to see happen. I will take you at your word on that. 
All right. <laughs> nice to have you on here, Chris. Thanks for being here. As we go out, guys, we're going to be playing for you a another song from Chris's EP. So excited to get that out to you. Chris, have a great day, and I'll catch you again soon. You too, Jack. That's Chris Wright on AVA Live Radio, guys. Awesome interview and certainly such a great guy to look up. Be sure to catch his information at avaliveradio.com. He's also got Facebook, Instagram, and SoundCloud. Thanks so much for joining us here on the station. We will catch you guys up again tomorrow. I'm going to say goodbye as we head out of this broadcast with another song from his new EP. This is the title track, Better Side. i